You're my favorite co-host. That's true. That's why I say it is your favorite co-host. Okay, that's gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> I see what you mean. How are you doing? Great. Pumped up. Always. <laughs> so we're excited, right? Always excited. <laughs> you always say that. Because we are. <laughs> I mean, what is there other words to say that we're excited? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Exactly. Can't think of any right now. Pumped up. Pumped up. We're <laughs> I'm, fired up. I'm pumped up. You pumped up. <laughs> We're fired up. Yes, we are. We're on fire. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, what's up? The sky. Babe, come on. Anyway, so first of all, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's been tuning in and listening to our podcast um shout out to my friend sylvia who sent me an amazing message just saying like how like we're doing a great job and stuff i love you know getting those it just it feels like we're doing something good um even if sometimes we don't say the right stuff or it's taken the wrong way we we appreciate it that you guys are listening and um we just love going on this journey with everyone so thanks a lot thanks sylvia yeah so that's what you once you leave a comment and you listen get a shout out get a shout out hey that's true i mean she didn't leave a comment but she sent it to me and it, and it, it just felt good yeah it just feels real good you know getting that positive energy from people yeah, so thank you very much, guys, for listening. This is the end of the podcast. Aye, aye. And, uh, <laughs> it was so, a shout-out podcast. That's what it was. So today, Hubby decided to talk about... Well, what do you mean, Hubby decided? We decided. We decided to talk what about... you mean? You make me sound like a dictator. <laughs> like, hey, we're talking about it's this. It's just that go. you came up with the topic, so... No, I didn't. Did I? Yes. You did. No, you did, you my did. love. You did. You did. You did. You did. You, you texted know. it to me. When? on uh wednesday i did not yeah you were texting me and i was working no <laughs> and you were like hey babe i have a great idea we were talking about topics and <laughs> couples marriage and i was like all right cool and then i that's when we yeah, went to this oh i said let's talk about this specific topic. The, exactly that's what i'm saying you came up with this specific topic about you just planted the seed <laughs> talking about going from an immature relationship to a mature relationship and we have very random podcasts. <laughs> Our last one was about cats and dogs, and this one's about couples. We just, I don't know. I didn't even think you were going to release the cats and dogs one. Why not? Or that you are. But Cat person all the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think this it's one was talk. very important because <laughs> a lot of, like, relationships nowadays, um, because of how like what we've be, we're becoming as a society relationships are becoming more mature yeah so i think it's important for everybody to understand what kind of relationship you're in and if it's healthy for you yeah Beca- and go ahead no no go ahead and a lot of people may think it's like thinking about success success uh, everyone has a different view of success so everyone's going to have a different view of uh what a uh mature relationship is or immature relationship is mm-hmm. uh, depending on what they what they value and what they want to see in a relationship yeah so this is very much our own personal testimony as to how we transition from what we think was an immature relationship to now a 
more mature relationship and by no means have we arrived exactly. and we're not saying we have the perfect relationship but we just uh, we're getting better for yeah. sure <laughs> uh we we are in a stage where our marriage is better than before and it keeps getting better and we learn how to make it that way mm-hmm. yeah so it's just um something we want to share with you guys just so that like you can start you know if you want to head into a more mature relationship then that way you kind of know what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, because that's what we've been learning, what to look for as we're, go- as we're growing as a couple and becoming more mature. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So we can talk about... We don't have to necessarily talk about our immature relationship because I think any relationship before us was immature. <laughs> It was a mature relationship. Yeah. Like all my peers, you're my longest relationship up to date. But I think it was because we were immature as as people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like our relationships were mature before. Mm-hmm. And then we learned how to have a mature relationship. But we had to go through those relationships to know, okay, that's not what I want anymore. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. I need to make it this way. How can I do that? Yeah. Like my my longest relationship before you was six months, I think. <laughs> Yeah. And we were just boyfriend, girlfriend. We were just goofing around. And uh, then we, we came across each other. And we, of course, we still dealt with that immaturity. But we learned to now work together and uh, be together. Mm-hmm. And have a mature relationship in the end. Yeah. But I think we had to choose. We had to choose to to be more mature. Yeah. Because uh, I I feel like a lot of people, I mean men or women, they they complain about, "Oh my gosh, like he's so immature, she's so immature." Um, but they keep getting into the same immature relationships. So, you got to know what you want in a relationship, what you're looking for, and also want to be better. Yeah. F- for that other person as well. Yeah, one thing that people don't realize is that 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 other person does not have to be perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And also, if you demand it that way, you have to check yourself like, hey, am I, am I the perfect person for, for, the, for them? Because yeah. sometimes you might get the perfect person for you, but you might be the a, a bad person for them and not realize it. Yeah. So in, in a way, you have to be selfless. <laughs> and <laughs> Why are you laughing? It just reminded me of how like... I I wanted this man like how you know You got this man what are you I know about? wait listen girl listen first and then <laughs> <laughs> like I expected someone to be up to my level but then I was super immature about it like I knew that I wasn't what I need what I, you wanted me to be no that's not right I knew I wasn't what you deserved for me to be like I only, I was only like, oh, he needs to be this, this, and this, and that. Like he needs to be able to, you know, love me for who I am, and like I'm not gonna change because he needs to love me that way. But so if I, he doesn't. It's not true love. Yeah, like if he doesn't, he's not for me. Yeah. But then again, I was like the worst girlfriend ever. I didn't say that. I did. You're the best girlfriend ever. I know you feel that way, but I wasn't. Like, I know I wasn't. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to make sure it goes on record. I didn't say that. No, yeah, but I'm just saying because of how you're saying that, like, you've got to check yourself first. Like, am I the the person that, like, they they deserve? You know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I think... Our previous relationships led us to that point, mm-hmm. and our experience as boyfriend girlfriend in a mature relationship led us to that point where we we're like, okay, we have if if we're gonna make this work together, then we have to work together. Mm-hmm. We can be, um, yeah, we 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 can have our own personal views, and uh, we can have our own personal goals, and that's great. We have to learn how to support each other and work together into accomplishing, uh, accomplishing our mutual goals. Yeah, true. 
But yeah, I mean, um, so basically what we think uh, an immature relationship is, immature relationship is, is basically our relationship beforehand. Um, <laughs> that we thought, okay, uh, we're doing this, uh, you're doing that, and somewhere in the middle we come together. Yeah. And uh, if you don't let me do my thing, then I don't want to be with you. Or uh-huh. you don't love me because you don't want me to be, make me happy. Uh-huh. Or you don't want me to be happy doing my thing. If you don't let me do my thing, I'm not going to let you do yours thing either. Yeah. It, yeah, it was it was pretty chaotic and I think like toxic in a way. Because you can't be happy that way. And um, a relationship is about making the other person happy, I think. Yeah, like, um, like once I heard someone say, if you want to be, if you want to go through hell, be with someone who doesn't believe in what you believe. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Dang, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you're with someone who, well, let's say you believe that um, you can be a doctor, but then you're, you're married to someone who doesn't believe you can be a doctor. Mm-hmm kind of sucks <laughs> yeah and i i think um also because i've heard a lot of um women say like oh well you know like my husband or my boyfriend um he doesn't do this or he doesn't like he doesn't make me happy or whatever and um i first started that way like it was your responsibility to make me happy but then you got to think about it like are you making him happy you know so yeah. i i feel like in a relationship you got to like you said right now you got to check yourself like you could like only you can change what you do and say and then eventually your partner's going to see that and be like okay like she's making me happy or he's making me happy what can i do to Return the favor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about this? Later. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, when we get into the mature relationship. It's just I feel like we've been podcasting all day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, uh, our, our relationship before we went into marriage, or even before that, was very mature. Like... You got mad at me for going out with my friends. Uh-huh. I didn't get mad at you for going out, but I got mad at you, at you for doing whatever activities you wanted to do. <laughs> um, like, my, my whole view, like, me as your boyfriend, I didn't care if you went out or not. And I didn't care if, um, thank God you didn't, but if you cheated on me, if you happened to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole thought process is, okay, if she loves me, then she's going to know that I love her and that she's not going to break my heart that way. Mm-hmm. But if she does, then that's her choice. Yeah. And she's going to deal with the consequences. I'm going to move on. Yeah. That, that was my whole, whole ordeal in our relationship. So that's why I never got mad at you for going out or stuff like that. Um, you got mad at me for <laughs> going out with my friends. Like, you just wanted me to be safe. Yeah, more than anything, I just wanted you to be safe because yeah. I know. Because I was very chaotic, a little bit. <laughs> um, a little bit. And I, like, I think I got mad at you for going out because. I wasn't with you. So little advice, yeah, like little advice to, because I think us women that we can be that way, but little advice is, um, like you went out. And I think you felt like you you couldn't tell me stuff because of, of the way I was going to react. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, I, it, I, we were going to get in a fight regardless because I would make everything into a fight. So you would go out, and if you decided to do something else and you didn't tell me, I would get mad. And I was already mad for you leaving me because you weren't with me. And you would like feel like you needed that guide time right yeah 
and you wouldn't tell me if you went somewhere else and then I would find out and then I would, it would make it a big deal and that's how immature relationship was yeah the, the immature part I think is that I went out you got mad for that but then you wanted to go out and you're expecting me not to get mad yeah and if I did you would get mad for me getting mad yeah. so that's what like, I just wanted to control in. the whole thing yeah uh-huh. you wanted the relationship to work the way you saw it the perfect relationship would be yeah but we uh yeah that's how we were when we were dating uh i think one thing um you have to real you have to know going into a relationship is what you want but be open to okay because it's two very different people who are going into a common thing which is a relationship and making it work and uh that per that one person uh, you have your own set of views of how a great relationship would be mm-hmm. and that other person your partner has very different views of what a great relationship uh, relationship should be and yeah in the first stages is all lovey-dovey mm-hmm. um where you have to find a way to to keep that lovey-dovey part still going but still deal deal with the other things that are on that you you see different views of if that makes sense does that make sense? Did I lose you? <laughs> you lost me a little bit. <laughs> like, like in a relationship, Wait, you sorry. have... Sorry. I just, for the end, I was like... Wah, 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 wah. I'm sorry. I'm full of mucus right now. <laughs> like, what I meant is... Um, ah. <laughs> like, you have your own set of views of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And there's some commonality in the beginning, which is the lovey-dovey part. Uh-huh. Like, I love you that you do this for me. I love that you do this for me. Oh, you're so sweet. But then you have to deal with what is different. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what can we use as an example? Like, what did you want me to do that I didn't want to do because, or something like that. Like, like going out. <laughs> you don't want me to go out without you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't want to give me my space. Yeah. Because I, I was like, why does he need his space from me? <laughs> Doesn't he love me? Yeah. <laughs> but then, right, like, see, but it, I think it also has to do with um, how you're feeling in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Because right now, you don't really ask to go out. And, no. and I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want... Like, right now, I'm like, cool, like, if you want to go out, go out. But you don't ask for it because you feel happy. Yeah. You're happy being here. Like We're in a mature relationship. We're in a mature relationship. And back then, you felt like you needed to go see your friends and be with your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I wanted that mature relationship, but I wasn't being mature about it. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So that that was like kind of some things that we were, like we would argue about. Like, why do you need to go out? But I wanted to go out. But it was because of the way I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, where I had just like gotten out of a relationship. I'm like, oh, like I didn't really get to have fun. Because when I had Abel, I was I turned twenty one. So I was in that, like, that was, that's how I was feeling. Like, I You're need to go out. going through a midlife crisis in your <laughs> mid-twenties. Yeah, so <laughs> then I wanted to go out, but then I was like, why do you need to go out? You, you've been going out, which it's not really true. <laughs> but at the same time, you were like, I'm too old for you. You need to go experiment, and I'll be here for you in the end. You know, you know <laughs> I'm why. Like, what are you talking about? You just don't want me, you don't want me to go out, but you want me to go out. <laughs> See, because I didn't know what I wanted. Like, I don't know. But You just wanted me to work a certain way. Yeah. With you. I just wanted you... See, like, I think I grew up thinking that, like, I could make someone the way I wanted them to be. And I was. <laughs> I changed. But you weren't happy. Oh, yeah, but... Like, I was being selfless and be like, okay, well, yeah, she wants me to be this need? way. Okay, uh-huh. just do this. Yeah. I'll do that. And, and like, I knew, like, I could tell that you weren't happy. And me not seeing you happy was, like, 
Like, I gotta check myself. Well, that happened towards the transition. Yeah, towards... <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, that the reason why I was like, I'm too old for you, like, you need to go out and experience, was because, like, somebody once said that you can't make a relationship work if the woman is is um older and that? that stuck with me Who said that? it doesn't matter but they weren't saying it to me but i heard that mm. so that stuck with me when i started the relationship with you because i was like it's never gonna work because i'm more mature than he is mm. but then little did i know you were way more mature <laughs> than i was so, I think that's why I felt that way. Like, you need to go out and be more experienced. <laughs> <laughs> be more mature. Be more mature. Catch up to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's besides the point of this. Yeah. <laughs> and another reason why our relationship as boyfriend-girlfriend was very mature was um, the fact that we wanted out as soon as a problem came in. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we started arguing, we're all, I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't want to break up with house. you. Get out of my house. <laughs> and then you make up again. Don't go, please. But the con, the not the wanting to break up, but the constant of it, mm-hmm. like every every big deal or every problem we had, every argument, like we wanted that to be the end of our relationship. We weren't willing to like work for the fixing. Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just so angry. I remember multiple times leaving from your house or my house, just punching the steering wheel. <laughs> and screaming so loud. Oh, man. What? That's how I was. I know. That's how I dealt with it. I know. <laughs> the gym. The gym. Like you were looking for ways to let your anger out. Because that it wasn't with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the way I see a mature relationship is you love that person so much that all you feel is love for them. Why are you going to talk to them in a bad way just because you feel angry momentarily? Mm -hmm. So that's why... At, at first, that's why I wasn't very open to you about mm-hmm. my feelings. Yeah. Because one, it would start to an argument. Yeah. And two, because you don't deserve me when I'm angry. You don't deserve, you don't deserve me talking to you when I'm angry. Because I'm going to be talking out of emotion instead of a, out of my heart. Yeah. So, that, that has a, I think that has made our relationship better and more mature. Because now I'm more open. Because before, when I tried to talk to you and talk to you with my emotions, you always turned it around on me. (laughs) Yeah. I would be like, okay, well, I'm I'm happy. I'm not happy because of this is this. And you would be like, oh, well, you (laughs) need to do this this, and this. And it took a long time, a long time for, like, me to get better at that. And then, like, I also feel... Is I mean it's just funny how crazy our relationship was, but I also felt like when you were angry, you needed to talk to me right away. And now you like if you're angry at something, you step back and you tell me like I need to. You know you've told me this before where you're like. If I don't talk to you in that moment, it's because I need to clear my mind so that I don't talk to you with my emotions. Yeah. And I didn't understand that. Like, I was like, why aren't you talking to me now? Like, we need to discuss it now. Let's talk about it now. And not giving you that space to breathe and clear your mind. Yeah, because if, if, if you forced me to talk about it, I would be mad over the fact that you forced me to talk about it uh-huh. on top of what I was already yeah. mad at. So. That just adds to the fuel. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm happy that we went through our our roughest patch was while we were boyfriend girlfriend where we're the most vulnerable mm-hmm. to having a breakup. 
because that we know that we got through that so anything that comes our way we can handle it we can talk about it like i'm i'm sure we're gonna go through a lot of stuff like i'm sure couples that have been married for 20 30 40 years like they have gone through things that we can't even imagine yeah but um like i have faith that we'll get through it mm-hmm. you know we'll be one of those couples that's been married forever yeah and um like it started by us starting to think about each other yeah start to like you know analyze ourselves and check ourselves and i feel like couples nowadays they like they need to do that you know because a lot of couples now don't want to get married because they're like no like they're already thinking about the divorce yeah that's how it was yeah we both were like we're never gonna get married and but i vocalized i told you (laughs) we're never gonna get married girl look at you now that's a that's a paper that doesn't <laughs> yeah like mean a paper anything. doesn't need to like tell us that but it's a there's a difference yeah. it feels different having that and then like you can you can i mean i don't know if this is a very good example but you can talk about money having a credit card yeah okay it's a credit card you know you have money in there but then having cash it feels very, very different. Like, yeah. if you have $500 in your credit card, you think you're broke because you have $500. <laughs> but if you have $500 cash, yeah, you feel, like, super rich because... You have it. It's that physical thing. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if that's a good example, but... <laughs> it is. It, do, it does feel different. Like, people don't understand it feels different to be married. Yeah, legally. Or, like, have it on paper that you're married. Yeah, and, like, me changing my last... Because that was another thing. Like, I was never going to change my last name. Because I was being so immature. I was only thinking about myself. And thinking, like, I'm going to keep my last name. Because that's what I grew up with. Like, my dad literally told me not to change my last name ever. Ah, uh, pero mira. <laughs> <laughs> but... Then when I, when we got married, I was already more mature because I knew that the reason why I wanted to change my last name so bad is because we're starting our own family. We're creating our own legacy. Mm-hmm. And when you get married, you literally do become one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? Like how? That's creepy, babe. We're one. Okay, guys. He's just staring like <laughs> deep stare. I don't know. We are one. But be like a lot of couples don't. Because everybody's always saying like, oh, you know, you're going to get divorced. Or they see that so many people are getting divorced nowadays. Mm-hmm. And we would have been one of those couples. Right? We, we wouldn't even have gotten married. Yeah, like, we wouldn't even have gotten married, I'm sure. I would have never changed my last name, for sure. We did. Like... We wouldn't be happy with each other. Uh-huh. And it would have led to that. Yeah. And it did very close. Like, we were in the... Like, it got to a point where I was planning on breaking up with you. I know you've said that before. And... Let's not what? mention it again. <laughs> No, like, it's important because I'm pretty sure couples go through that all the time. Like, they think about, it, they think about breaking up with each other. Mm-hmm. What, what I did um, is pray for a sign that I should break up with you. And I never got that answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Estamos casados. <laughs> yeah, I never, I, like, I was never given a sign where I should break up with you. Or anything like that. Because um, in, in my heart, I didn't. But self, selfishly, I did. Selfishly? Or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I guess uh, I, I had to go through that to realize that we're meant to be with each other. Like you're meant to be with me. We have to find a way to work it out. And um, yeah, it took some time for me to start thinking about marriage. Because my whole thing was I don't want to get a divorce. Like, 
and the solution to not getting a divorce is not getting married mm-hmm. uh, yeah because my whole deal was like i know that i'm going to be successful and have all this wealth in my in my life i don't want my relationship to get ruined and half of that getting taken taken away along with my kids yeah like i don't want to have to go through that mm-hmm. because so, we've seen it so much yeah. like i mean you went through it with your parents and yeah. i went through it with my parents and a bunch of other family and friends and stuff so yeah. we like we see that more than we see happy marriages yeah so everybody already thinks it's more publicized yeah so everybody already thinks like like hmm if i get married what if it doesn't work out and now it's encouraged yeah it's crazy now it's encouraged if like hey you're not happy then sh-. like in a marriage there's gonna be moments where we're not happy and we're not saying stay with that person if if that if if you're if you're willing to work for to make it work but that other person is just relentless and not making it work and just wants to get out then of course don't don't be forced to stay with them but now like we've seen like you know how they do marriage photos mm-hmm. now there's people doing divorce photos no like way. of them doing ru- ruining their wedding dress no way i'm like why where'd you see this i have no idea <laughs> why i don't know I'm having you. divorce parties yeah divorce parties like their girls drinking together like yeah i'm divorced I mean, obviously, if it's an abusive relationship yeah, or whatnot, yeah, get out. But if it's something they can fix, then yeah. fix it. And first, fix like, it. think of, like, check yourself. Seriously. Check yourself. Like, what are... Maybe you're also being, like, the product of this bad marriage or bad relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? Because... God knows I would. Yeah, all it takes if you if uh, someone is having a struggling relationship like we did as boyfriend and girlfriend, all it takes is for someone to be willing to change or like be better or make their marriage find a way to make their marriage work. And yeah, it can be hard because you're the only one doing that stuff, and the other person isn't. But another thing that um, made a marriage work is that. We knew we had to be a hundred, a hundred, because in our immature relationship with him, when we were boyfriend girlfriend, it was fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. It was if you do this for me, I do this for you, yeah. and vice versa. It wasn't like unconditional love. Yeah, it wasn't. Con- it was conditional love. Yeah, like like if you come here to see me, you make me the happiest girl ever. Yeah. So then if you I'll... stay the night. <laughs> if you decide to not if go you, with your friends, if and... you don't stay the night, then I'm not happy. So I'm yeah. not gonna make you happy yeah yeah no it can't be that way a mature relationship you both have to be a hundred a hundred um because that's what it takes yet the husband has to be a hundred percent in and the wife has to be a hundred percent in and if the other person is not a hundred percent in you still be a hundred percent yeah because then you'll know that you gave it your all and if it doesn't work it's because it wasn't meant to be mm-hmm Right? Like, give it your all. Don't give that 90, 80, you know? It's important. Yeah. It, that's how you know that it's, it's love. Like, it's true love. So, I mean, <laughs> those weird noises. That's our son making weird noises. Oh, this kid. <laughs> but, yeah, and... A lot of a lot of goes a lot of hard work goes into making a relationship work. Like a, a lot of energy. Yeah, it's like it might be the hardest thing you do because a relationship. Was uh, it the hardest thing you did? I mean, still doing. <laughs> still doing. <laughs> yeah, because we're 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 in it for life. That's one thing I told you. That. If uh, when we get married, you're gonna be with me forever. Forever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. I know. Yeah, cause. I'm cool with that. Me too. Better be cool with it. <laughs> Stuck with me forever. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Because, yeah, you can't, you can't go into a relationship thinking that the person you're marrying is not the one for you. Yeah. Because then, then in the back of your mind, you were thinking, okay, well, I'm married with this person, but they're not the love of my life. But the love of my life is still out there. I can run into them someday. And then you you leave all these years you spend with this person that you you said you loved but wasn't the love of your life. Uh-huh. And then you find the love of your life and you leave them and all those years, all those memories, probably kids that you had with them, just because you, you think you had your, the love of your life is out there somewhere outside of this person. Mm-hmm. But you're the love of my life. <laughs> you're my. I literally prayed and asked God for you. Like, Lord, give me a girl with colored eyes of a lumptuous body. Okay. And that's it. And I'm, I'm pretty me. sure there's a lot of girls out there with color eyes. And... But he gave me you. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's the one that, he, you're the one that he put in my way. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but what, like... Um, serious mode. What about those people that feel like they haven't found the one? Uh huh. Or like they there's not there's. Uh, yeah, like they haven't found that person, and they want to, but they they haven't. So they feel like they're never going to be happy. Well, keep searching. And one thing that I hated people, or that uh, bothered me, not that I hated people, but that bothered me so much, is people after a breakup, like, oh, I'm never going to be in a relationship. Ah, ah. Single forever. <laughs> yeah, single forever. I'm like, dude, you know you want to be in a relationship. Of course, this one didn't work. I'll learn from it. Uh-huh. And know what you want out of a relationship now. And then try the next one. Yeah. Don't go trying 100 relationships. Like, because then that just means you're picky. But try to make a relationship work. Yeah. In the end. And I think, like, also a, a huge thing is that people think that that, that one, the one person, is going to come to them. Like, it'll appear somehow. Well, it kind of does. <laughs> but not if you're them. not... Open to it. Yeah, not if you're not open to it. Like, if you're not open to meeting other guys... Well, or... you were not open to meeting me. It wasn't that I wasn't open. It was just that my priority was different. Mm. I Like, I was already thinking about my child. Mm-hmm. So... It's not because I talked to some people, specifically one person, and she told me, go for it. Me? Uh-huh. Who was she? <laughs> I don't know her. Oh, no? No, but it, it's... Sale vale. But also, like, the same... Thank you for that person, whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> she knows who she is. Like mm. she, I've told her before, but... It... It wasn't that I wasn't open. I was just... My whole focus was something else. Yeah. And I did say, like, I'm not going to look for a relationship. But I never said, like, if that person comes. Because it wasn't even, like, I don't know. It was already different. It was Destiny. <laughs> but there's people out there that, like, they don't... Destiny was her name, right? No. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Destiny. Never mind. I don't even know what I was going to say. That there's people out there? Yeah. Bunch of people. (laughs) Billions and trillions. So how do we go through that stage of a mature relationship to a mature relationship? Because it's a progression. It's not like we went from from one day to the next. Oh, we're in a mature relationship. And I think like we just celebrated... Our dating anniversary. Our dating anniversary. So when it's, was it? Yesterday. It's been Thursday, April eighteenth. Six 18th. years. Yeah. Dang. Six years of when. It feels like a lot, but it doesn't feel like a lot at the same time. <laughs> it doesn't. But 
we celebrated that our dating anniversary and for those six years like like you said progression it started very immature and then being open to changing um seeing being like I think it had to do a lot with associating with the right marriages mm-hmm. because there's different types of marriages. There's people that don't have a great marriage. There's people that have a bad marriage and they make it seem like it's good. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that you can tell that they're in a good relationship, marriage, whatever. They're happy with each other. Yeah. Regardless, like they still fight and stuff. But it's not how it was with us. Yeah. So being associated with with marriages like that, I think it helped us open up and see how we should be in our relationship. Or how we wanted it to be. Not how we should be, but how we what we were looking for. Yeah. So it was a huge progression going from there to, like, you know, becoming better and... Be having that unconditional love that no matter what comes out of my mouth because sometimes I could say very hurtful stuff that I'm still working on like you still love me and you still see me with like those loving eyes even if you're upset. So they were creepy. <laughs> well that look was creepy. <laughs> see you do that again. <laughs> I'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah I don't know what you mean and um, I find it ridiculous that nowadays polygamy is accepted. You know what polygamy is? Yes. And the reason I talk about that is because it, it goes into the needs. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this video of, of these people. Uh, one side was polygamy and one side was monogamy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the polygamy side was, was saying, how selfish are you to force one person to fill all your, all your needs? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's the most selfless thing you can do. Be willing to fill someone else's needs, whatever they are. Of course, if you don't, if those needs are something that you're uncomfortable with, and okay, there's dialogue. You can go back and forth, come into a common ground, because there's needs that you want filled that another person won't be able to fill, mm-hmm. or that they don't want to fill, or they're uncomfortable doing. But that's not the reason why you go with someone else who is able to feel that need mm-hmm. just because they can. And you have multiple partners because one partner you have, they can they cook really, really well. And you love how they cook. So you stick with them and then you have a partner who satisfies you in an intimate way. Mm-hmm. And then you have another partner who is you're open to talk with. Mm-hmm. Like you have three different partners with three different needs. And... Um, it doesn't work. No, because I i mean, it's being selfish. Yeah, you personally, you're being selfish because you're forcing three separate people to satisfy one need. And that, that I think that create those relationships, I don't, in my mind, don't work because you're just there because of that need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love the person and stuff like that. And, um, but what about them? What about their needs? What are that's 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 chaotic if you think about it that's three different people that you have to satisfy back which is completely a whole set of three separate needs or however many partners you have but being in a, in a monogamous relationship you have to work on yourself and it's the most selfless thing to give yourself up for with just one person because it's true, and we live in a world where we think we can have the world, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. The most selfless thing you can do is give yourself up to one person. Well, not give yourself up, but be um, selfless enough to only be with one person. And choose not to go... Because, yeah, you can, you're going to have many opportunities to be with many other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most selfless thing is that you choose not to go with those people, and you choose to stay with that one person only the rest of your life and find a way to make yourself better that way your marriage can work better yeah yeah because you like i mean i'm sure i've said it before that 
you're the like you can make you can't you uh <laughs> i've lost it but nobody can make you feel away yeah. if you want to be happy it's up to you mm-hmm. like you can't make you can't make that other person if you're feeling unhappy they can't make you feel happy it's up to you you know what i mean so having multiple people <laughs> in a relationship like that's a lot like it's already challenging enough to be with one person mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's two of you imagine like more three four five yeah it's crazy because people the, those people who are for polygamy they use the argument well why do you have multiple friends like friends are way different from yeah, someone you it's a you different relationship with. Someone you spend the most of your time with. Like, it's very different. Your friends are there because, I mean, social social life. They're there. You can talk to them. You have commonalities uh-huh. and stuff like that. But it's way different from a partnership and a relationship where you have to find a commonality within each other to make it work. Because a friend, you can have your point of view. And your friend can have another point of view. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're still friends. Yeah. But in a relationship, you you still have those set of points of views. But you have to come into a, a, a certain understanding of each other mm-hmm. and be happy with it. And it's not forcing one person to be happy with you. You're not forcing yourself. You're not forcing that other person to be happy with you or or find a way for them to be happy. It's a, It's a choice, like. You go into a marriage knowing that you're going to be together. And you have to figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. Through whatever. Yeah, not be a little wimp and want to get out. <laughs> just because it's you're arguing. And, and it's important to like have a strong marriage and work on your relationship or marriage. Because then that way... When our kids grow up, they're not growing up thinking, like, oh, I'm not going to get married because I'm going to end up getting divorced. Yeah. Because it just keeps going on and going on. And then imagine later on, like, <laughs> everybody's going out with everybody being polygamous. No. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Um... That's another thing that adds to our purpose of our marriage. Is that our we have kids now, and our kids are looking up to us, and seeing how a marriage works and how, uh, what they would have to do when they grow up. Of course, they're not thinking that right now, but yeah. they're gonna be in our spot, in the spot that we were in a relationship, where they're gonna have to find out. Okay, well, my girlfriend. We argued and they, we want to break up with each other, but I don't want to. Like, we're becoming the example for yeah. the next generation. We're becoming yeah. what they're looking, like, what they're seeing and what it's making their decisions for when they grow up. So, we're, we're becoming the example. Yeah. Even with relationships with friends, like, they're seeing our relationships with our friends, our relationship with our family. So, we're teaching them how to, like be in a relationship so it's not just like the the couple but realize that everybody else is watching yeah i mean kid or your kids are watching even if like you don't care about whatever anybody else thinks your kids you're teaching your kids of how to be in a relationship and if it's being in a mature way because they say like millennials are so immature mm-hmm but then, well, millennials were watching other people's relationships. And maybe that's why they're so immature. Yeah, relationships don't, relationships don't, well, certain do. And Tinder. You can't swipe right to make your relationship work. <laughs> it's not done through that. It's done through conversating and having dialogue with your partner. Because you can put whatever you want in Tinder. You're like, oh, I'm great. I'm this. I'm blah, blah. What about all the baggage you have that that other person's going to have to deal with with you? Mm-hmm. Did you ever use those like, dating apps? Nope. 
that was one huge thing I like after I got out, out of my your my, Facebook relationship yeah I was like I'm never gonna have a relationship through Facebook anymore like the next person I'm with that's so weird the next person I'm with I'm gonna have to meet them in person and voila you came in <laughs> like ta-da yeah yeah cause <clears throat> how to explain this you can put whatever you want in social media and make that other person think make that other person see what you want your life to be seen as mm-hmm. if that makes sense or how you want to be seen as like you can be a troll on the internet but you can put a good picture of yourself and say that you're this is this and make yeah. yourself look good but in the end inside you know that that's not how you really are and then going into a relationship that way, making that other person think, oh, he's, he's making that other person think that you're at a certain level, but you're really at a lower level. Yeah. That's catfishing. You know what? That, <laughs> that's a huge point um, because also people need to realize that social media is like not real most of the time. So... I think a lot of us, like, people in a relationship, we kind of, um, how do I say this? Like, we see somebody's relationship on, on social media and we're like, I wish my relationship was like... Mm-hmm. Like, we compare it. We mm-hmm. compare a relationship to somebody else's. And you don't know what that couple is going through. Like, you don't know if, like, behind closed doors, they're being way different. They're like hitting each other or hating each other they don't even sleep in the same room so don't compare it like that's i think that's a huge thing nowadays because of social media that we're comparing our life to somebody else's and that just it just makes it worse for your own relationship because now you're expecting your significant other to do things that somebody else did for Mm-hmm. Like, how come you don't do that for me? Yeah, like, how come you don't open the door for me? Or, I mean, you do, but I'm pretty sure, like, there's yeah. women out there that see you open the door for me, and they're like, I mean, that's it's not on social media, but how come you don't do that for me? Yeah. And, I, I mean, I didn't want you to open the door for me, but that's just who you are. That's who I am, girl. You're a gentleman, and I Now you expect it. it. Now, now you're like, I'm how like, come you didn't open the door babe, for me? you haven't opened the door. <laughs> now I wait for you to do it. You trained me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, don't compare your relationship to others. Like, know what you want from your relationship and what you're looking for first. Yeah. I knew what I was looking for, but it's a thing. I called me mom, like... My mom needs to prove this right away. <laughs> and she did. Right. She did. Well, she knew that I wouldn't care because I love you. Like, that I wouldn't care what she thought because I love you. But I knew her main her main point or her main goal was for me to be happy in the end. Yeah. And also, please, don't be one of those people... Who goes to their parents to talk about your relationship issues? Uh huh. Because remember, they're your parents. Yeah. They want to see you happy. So when they're you're not happy, you're gonna they're gonna be like, if they're good parents, then they're gonna be like, well, you have to work on it. But if they're, you're still good parents, but they're not they don't have, the the right, uh, advice to tell you. Then you're gonna end up ruining a really a great what mm-hmm. could have been a great relationship. Plus, yeah. other people don't have to butt into your issues. It's your, like, you're in your partner's issues. It's not nobody else's issues. Yeah. that That's big, too, because um, I've seen where, relate, where there's, you know, couples that are going through something and they tell someone else, and then you don't view their significant other the same way. Yeah. Because you're, you know, like, let's say some, like, your brother comes to you for advice. Mm-hmm right that the girlfriend did something by the way we don't (laughs) your brothers don't have girlfriends but 
Like, let's say that the girlfriend cheated or something, and they come to you. Of course, you're like, leave her, right? But then they stay with her, and now you're like, what the heck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of couples do that where they tell their parents or whatever what's going on in their relationship. But in the end, like, they're still there. So then the family is like, like everybody, like why are you still with her? It makes it an awkward yeah interaction next time that you bring that partner home. Like oh you cheated on my husband. I mean you cheated on my son, but I'm still like you're here. Yeah, because Not I love my I'm son. Happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you're gonna have, you know, bad times and yeah, seek advice. But I don't think you should be with family. No. I mean, if your parents, if you, if you're, if you grew up knowing what love is through your parents, and of course, yeah, go to your parents. Like go to a a couple that has that great relationship. Yeah, don't compare yourself to that couple, but um, if you see that they found a way to make it work despite their differences, mm-hmm. then of course ask for advice, and it can't be. It can be like one or two things that that person did different from you. It can be multiple things, but still be open to that feedback. Mm-hmm. Basically, like checking yourself and be willing to go to someone who who has a great marriage, who who made it work despite of whatever differences or struggles they went through. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, a lot of the things that we we've gone through as becoming a more mature like marriage Mm -hmm. i think we discussed it like we didn't really well at least we laugh about it now (laughs) at least for me like i didn't go to someone like like what should i do like i don't you know what i mean like it was more between us and talking about it and seeing each other's point of view we didn't really have to go to someone else yeah, even like that time that I punched the door. <laughs> My mom asked me, like, what happened? Why'd you get mad? I was like, oh, I was just mad. No, like, I you tell- said I made you mad. Oh, yeah, I did. And then she said, what did you do? And I was like, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> well, no, like. Yeah, they don't have to put in. Like, even now, if we have. By the way, don't punch walls. <laughs> it's not the right way to deal with stuff. If we have, like, any kind of disagreement, we don't go tell anybody. Like, your mom lives right around the corner. And yeah. Your sister. And, like, maybe sometimes we kind of mention something, but it's because we already dealt with it. hmm You know what I mean? It's, like, stuff that's not that big of a deal. But we work it out first yeah now if like i mean if it ever happens where like you're in the point where you feel like you can't make it work then that's when you seek help yeah you want to go through the list i think i already talked about most of it did we yeah so i found this thing online that says how do you know you're in a mature relationship (laughs) <laughs> but I think we already covered like It's gonna put us to a test <laughs> Okay, so number one it says A mature relationship never cuts you off from your surroundings Which we already talked about Where you were having like your guide nights and stuff mm-hmm. Like right now it doesn't really apply Even though sometimes you do go out with with your guy friends But I'm not like oh. You're not worried Yeah, cause I mean I know who you associate with i know that it's a great environment for you and the same with me like the people that i'm with you know that i'm safe everything's good so i think it all comes down to trust within each other that too we learn to trust each other mm-hmm. big time so number two says there is room for difference of opinions in a mature relationship yeah, you're your own being. Mm-hmm. You have your own ideas. You're not My a robot. <laughs> like, I think vegetables are delicious, and you don't. Nope. 
Disgusting. So. There you go. We make it work. <laughs> I don't eat vegetables. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Number three says mature relationship makes you a better person. Definitely. That's you learn to be a better person. That's how. I think I think it's important if you know that that other person makes you better. It's a relationship worth working for. Because mm-hmm. you definitely made me better. You made each other better. Big time. Like, I've, I know that I've always been supportive to anything you want to do. Ooh, <laughs> kind of. What do you mean? <laughs> when? Huh? When? Just that once where I was... Uh... A fitness model. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I was still being supportive yeah, in my were, own way. You learned to be supportive. Exactly. Because <laughs> we were growing into a mature relationship. Yeah, but that one time, you wanted to break up with me because I was doing that. <laughs> but I was immature. So. But now you are supportive. That's why we're doing this podcast now. <laughs> yeah, so... So, if you want to know if you're in a mature relationship, then that other person makes you better. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, it says, in a mature relationship, quirks and oddities are welcome. What is that? I don't know. I don't even know if I said that right. Quirks and oddities? Quirks? Quirks? It says, Kirks? everyone has something which may be considered quite odd by oh, the okay, others. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people burp loud. Some people I snore. sneeze loud. <laughs> if you're in a mature relationship, you will not be. I guess, like, you won't. <laughs> it won't bother you as much. Yeah, it won't bother you. <laughs> By the way, I found this on Pinterest, so. Yeah, I sneeze loud, which is odd. Yeah, you do. And it it's so frustrating, but I love you. It's in the contract under our marriage. <laughs> like, it maybe. scares me. <laughs> if anybody's heard him sneeze, like, it's like, Asha! Like, it's not like that. Well, it's, it's loud. Asha. I know, it's but just loud. It's loud. Like, like my ear hurts. That's how loud it is. It just hurts. It just had a strong sneeze. I don't know why. It's crazy. Number five. In a mature relationship, you feel happy and satisfied, and a future together feels right. Yep definitely yeah yeah if, if you're with someone and you can't see yourself 5 10 15 20 years from now with them then you're not in a really maybe good relationship maybe you need to check that relationship yeah you're already thinking of ways like oh if i'm not with them in five years i don't think i'm with them in five years um yeah get out of it yeah if you can't see yourself with that person get out of it there's no reason for you to be with them yeah. right now mm-hmm. you're not going to see them yourself you're not going to see them in your life in five years. If you're looking for something, like, permanent, you know, then you need to see, hey. Yeah, if you see each other, if you see each other in each other's lives long term, then make it work. Talking about physical needs and mutual pleasure is a part of mature relationship. Yep. In a marriage. I tell you all the time. <laughs> it, it is important, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, because you have needs. Uh-huh. As a human being, you have needs. And I actually understood that even more with that book, The Marriage You've Always Wanted. Yeah. Um, because it explains why men are so needy. In that sense. What sense? In the sexual sense. Oh, okay. I mean, I was... <laughs> you just uh, wanted me to say it, huh? No, I was expecting for you to be cleaner with intimate sense. I'm like, right, oh, sorry. You went, you went there. I was like, ooh. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really important, of course. So that's according to this thing on Pinterest. That was it? Yeah, it was I six. It was more. <laughs> no, it was six. Like that's how you know that you're in a mature relationship. Well, those are some guidelines. Yeah, let's call them that. Yeah, because there's a lot more that goes into having a successful, happy marriage and relationship. Yeah. Even it's if it's common law. <laughs> But think about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the couple that was never going to get married. 
Well, I said I was like, you wanted to get married. Well, no, I didn't. We both started there, and then you wanted to get married, but it didn't still. And then we eventually got married. <laughs> See, you'll find to work things out. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Well, that was our take on our on this topic of marriage. Hopefully well, not it marriage, helps but someone. Like relationships yeah. in general. Yeah, hopefully it's like it it makes people think. Yeah. Um, I mean, and if Maybe you're if... having an amazing relationship, like awesome, congratulations. Keep at it. Keep at it. Yeah, like you know. Hundred, hundred. You you're just helping this. I don't know, like whole thing about marriage be yeah. better. You don't and, have no idea how one good marriage can impact multiple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be so, better. Great job. And if you're not, then, you know, start thinking about your checklist. <laughs> <laughs> one good book that helped our relationship uh, was The Five Love Languages, which is basically talking about... We've said that before. Yeah, and it basically talks about how it helps you find your personal love language, but also identify your partner's love language. Mm-hmm. And if you both read it together, then that's a win-win. I think it's huge to yeah, know somebody else's love language. Yeah, because then you know what makes that other person happy and how you can tell them, like, hey, this is making me happy. But don't 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 see it as in a way that, oh, well, if this person is not willing to feel my love language, I won't be able to feel theirs. I, w- I, wouldn't, I won't feel theirs. Yeah. It has to be, like, whether they do it or not, you have, you have to do your part. Uh-huh. Like I said, you have to give your give your a hundred, and once you have done that, at least you know you gave it your all. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe. Um, listen to our podcast on YouTube. Wherever you listen to podcasts, the most popular ones are Apple Podcast and Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. Anchor is awesome. I really like it. Yeah, and Chris Creed. <laughs> Not sponsored by anything. <laughs> but yeah, um, keep listening and keep giving us your feedback. I love getting those texts, those messages. It just means the world to us. We love you all and hope to talk to you soon. See you next time. Bye.